Now we're getting to the bottom of everything. It's time for Mother Angelica. I mean, that's awesome. Answering the call. Answering the call. This world is no place for Catholic chickens. Answering the call. You call that a failure? I call it a great success. Here's Father Joseph and Doug Keck. It's another week and hence another new edition of Mother Angelica Answering the Call. Hi, I'm Doug Keck, co-hosting as always with our chaplain here at EWTN and at the network, and that's Father Joseph Mary Wolf. As we listen to Mother's take on some questions from her classic TV programs from the 80s and the 90s. And great to be with you as always, Father. It was great. And we'll hear in this first segment how Mother wanted the network to expand. And uh, it certainly has done so since this time when she spoke these words. Absolutely. Some other topics we're taking on is we all need God's mercy. You can't live life by hindsight and prayer for a successful operation. But first up, as you indicated, Mm -hmm. really reaching every inch of ground in this world. Mm -hmm. And that was Mother's (laughs) goal, right? It was every inch. And that she really believed that just the transmissions of God's word and wherever it would fall on this earth would have an effect, even if people weren't hearing it that God's word doesn't return void, but it always has some kind of benefit. Right. I always think of that image. I always see of like a soaking rain just mm. pouring down, mm-hmm. like you said, and covering the earth. And people are affected without knowing they're affected, mm-hmm. and they're affected without us having any idea how many people right. have been affected, right? How many people have told me, too, they just leave EWTN on in their home, even if they're not watching it. Why? Because there's prayers going on. There's the gospel being proclaimed. And it brings a peace to their home because that's the effect of God's word. Also, you you would uh, testify to the fact, as Mother talks about here, goals, we never plan anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. She says, I know what he wants us to do. And she just keeps going forward, as she always would say, with uh, one foot in the air and a queasy feeling in your stomach. Mm -hmm. And this related to me because this person you're talking to her talks about I was up in New York, and nobody seemed to know about EWTN. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons we have the EWTN media missionaries now. We have 15,000 of them, and join the group. You know, if you'd like to help get the word out there about EWTN, we have a wonderful website about for the media missionaries with materials and so on that can help people to spread the good news of EWTN so that they can encounter Christ and the gospel. Absolutely, and that's why we have the concept of EWTN everywhere, where anywhere you are, uh, like you were indicating radio stations as mothers mm-hmm. ask people to, to go out and buy, uh, getting us on the web, getting us on the app that we have on your phone. Mm-hmm. So you really have the ability to access our programming anywhere, anytime. And uh, so there's uh, really no excuse to miss Mother Angelica. It's an ongoing miracle of God's providence. It's all brought to you by you. Absolutely. That's how we reach every inch of ground in this world. We have a call. Hello? Mother Angelica, first off, I'd like to say that it uh, is a supreme honor to talk to you. My mother and I both watch you. Mother, my question is, um, I'd like to know, what are the future goals for EWTN? Um, um, uh, as far as them reaching New York, or I know they reach all over the world, but some, I was up in New York, surprising enough, some people hadn't even heard of EWTN. I'm like, what? You know, you don't know who Mother Angelica is? Hello. You know. Well, we will not be content until we reach every part of this country. There are some cities. Now, we're in every state some in some way. 
by radio, AM and FM, or by shortwave, or by television, or internet. Uh, wherever you are, you can get us. Now, but there are many, many. We're on DirecTV also in the Dish Network. We're also getting into Spain on a DirecTV. Our goals, well, we never plan anything. We're just working hard to keep up with the doors God opens. See, and He does it very rapidly. That's the only way we can go. But I know the Lord wants us to reach every inch of ground in this earth. He wants us. He wants his divine word to come and be in every heart, every mind, every soul, every inch of ground, every drop in the ocean, every bit of snow on the highest mountains, in the jungles. And that eternal word now is falling from the sky. In many places, nobody gets it, but that power of the word as it falls on the earth, nobody will ever understand all it does. But until we are in every state and every home and every state in America, we will not be content. So we need all of you here and all of you listening tonight to go to your cable systems, thank those who air us, thank them monthly, and try to get us on. If there's an area we there is no cable system, then encourage people to buy a dish from the Dish Network. And get us on radio. Buy radio stations. There are many radio stations that are defunct or going to be. You buy a radio station, we give you free programming 24 hours a day. We have 12 stations in America. We reach 9 million homes. But there are hundreds, hundreds and thousands of radio stations. Go pick one up, for goodness sake. Pick one up and just say, hey, we got this thing. We don't know what to do with it. Now we got it. Hey, not a problem. We'll come through. All you go do is buy it. <laughs> Listen, there's people out there. Some of you are so loaded. <laughs> With money, I mean. <laughs> You're so loaded, you would miss it. You could buy a radio station ten times over. We need to cover this whole country by radio. What do you do when you get in the car? Click. What do you do when you're taking a bath? Click. You go to a hotel, you have a TV in a, in a bathroom. Who wants to watch it in a bathroom? I mean, we got to see TV. We got to hear something. You hear it when you're drilling your teeth. You hear music. Radio when you're anywhere, in a cab, on an elevator, in a dentist chair. 
I expect an operating room is going to say, oh, you don't have pain. You don't have pain. So buy a station, all of you. It's a, good, it's a great tax deduction. If you don't buy a station, Uncle Sam will get it. Is that right? Does he still get it? See, we don't, as Catholics, we're so content in our little houses. And that's why I keep asking you for money. Some man said, I'm not going to give any more. You ask for money four times a day. Hey, four times a day. It's four minutes a day out of 24 hours. And you're griping? Give me two million a month, you'll never hear my voice. <laughs> Does that logic to you? <laughs> Give up or shut up, you know? <laughs> I, can't, I can't run this network on beads. You know, you just have to have. <sighs> what are you going to say when you die with all your millions? <sighs> when you could offend the people, the word of God, for maybe 50,000. I just want you to know what the Lord's going to say when you die. Hmm. What did you do? I amassed a million. <laughs> that got to work, I can tell you. And believe me, I love the rich, the poor, and everyone between. Because without the rich, this network wouldn't have been, and a lot of things would not have been that benefit you. So it's not whether you're rich, poor, or what. That has nothing to do with it. What has to do with it is do you love God enough to want to spread that word among those who have never known him? And that's, that's, that's my goal. Is that enough for you? Huh? I could tell you others, but I won't. Because too much of my employees are present. <laughs> And every time I say, oh, I had the greatest idea this morning, they say, ah! <laughs> oh, well, we do have fun, and we do love each other. And as we continue on, our next call, we all need God's mercy. That's certainly a general statement mm -hmm. that's always true, right? Yes, it is. And, you know, we should know how to receive gifts gratefully. And to see the love with which that gift was given, right? It's not the gift so much as the love with which it's given. We need to see that. And even if perhaps this wasn't the greatest artwork, and you may not be able to use it in the way the donor wants, and yet you can still appreciate the intention with which it was given and appreciate them. Absolutely. And I think that that's the thing we all learn. We've we've ourselves here over the years mm -hmm. where people have, uh, you know, books that they'd like to get published or a mm -hmm. poem or a prayer that they wrote. And, and you know how moved they were yeah. in their own personal spiritual life to produce this and do it. And you want to make sure that you, uh, you react in a mm -hmm. most positive way, uh, realizing at the same time you can't do everything everybody wants you to do, as Mother would say. That's right. And so why are they doing it? And that's what we'll hear in another segment, that uh, we have to do it for the love of God, that we're doing it for him. So 
maybe not everybody's going to, you know, salute, you know, our project or think it's the greatest thing. And yet if we're doing it for the love of God, then he's pleased with that because of the love with which it was done. Right. But we got to remember, we all need God's mercy. We have another call. Hello? Oh, hi, Mother Angelica. It's a pleasure to speak with you. This is Marisa from Philadelphia. Thank you. What's your question? Um, I I have a question. Um, How do you not judge a priest who refuses to to receive a gift that you had painted? Uh, I painted the Divine Mercy painting, um, and I offered it to the the church, excuse me, and um, he had refused it. And he had spoke a little bit, little bit bad words to me, and it really upset me. Yeah. Well, number one, you have a right to be upset. Didn't expect that, did you? <laughs> you have a right to be upset, not for yourself, but his sake. Uh, there's nothing worse when a priest acts like that. We cannot judge why he acts that way, but we do know he acts that way. That you need to pray for him, because his soul is in grave danger. He said, "Why you're judging. No. No, the Lord said something that allows us to judge. Not to judge motives, but to judge actions. What did he say? By their fruit, you know them. Ah. When a priest or a religious causes scandal, now there are two points of scandal. First, he swore at you, and secondly, he refused this devotion to the mercy of God. When a priest acts that way, you know readily that his soul is in danger because that is a dangerous way to feel. You expect sailors and parrots to swear, but not priests or religious. You expect sinners who don't know God to refuse anything that reminds them of God but not priests and religious, you see. What I would do is pray for him. Very special. Jesus came and Jesus died for him. And his great responsibility before God, you see. I'd go offer my devotion to someone else. We all need the mercy of God. We all need his compassion and his forgiveness. We all need it every day. Your neighbor needs it. You need it. I need it. Forgive someone today. We do that before you go to bed. Maybe someone's already died. They'll know. They'll know. Whether they're in purgatory or heaven, they will know how you feel. My friends, we live in a world of great chaos and wars and every kind of evil. 
last night I had to review a tape on abortion. I, I was so sick in my stomach when I got through. So sick. And I said, Lord, how long will you let this happen? How long, Lord, will babies be torn apart, limb by limb? How long will you allow us to live in this mire of mud of sin? How long? Well, we don't know how long. But you and I who know Jesus and have the Eucharist, God with us, the living Lord is here. No matter what anybody else says, the living Lord is here. There's more Mother Angelica answering the call on EWTN Radio. Let's return to Mother Angelica answering the call with Father Joseph and Doug Kecht on EWTN Radio. And thank you so much for staying with us for part two of Mother Angelica answering the call for this week's program with Father Joseph Mary Wolf and myself, Doug Kecht. Let's get to the next phone call. You can't live mm-hmm. life by hindsight. Uh, you should see a number of people on Monday morning quarterbacking with, during the football <laughs> season, especially here in Alabama. Right, exactly. <laughs> if, 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 right? If only. <laughs> yeah, and, we, and Mother gives some wonderful advice, I think, because a lot of people, when they lose a loved one, they feel guilty that they might have done something different, they might have done something better to help the situation, or in this situation that they had a bad exchange before this person died. Right, but that's one of those ones again. Uh, you know, I'd like to try and think with that person and say, now that your husband's gone and he's mm-hmm. where he is, would he want you to feel that way? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't he right. forgive you? Mm-hmm. Doesn't he understand that that's just the way it is in life? Which is why it's so important for us to always keep that in mind. Exactly. That Whoever we're talking to, how stupidly we get upset about dumb things, his mother said, mm-hmm. don't sweat the small stuff, because mm-hmm. it could be the last person you t- the time you talk to that person. Yes, and that we are members of the mystical body of Christ, which means there really is a true and deep union in charity between we who are on earth, those in purgatory, and those in heaven. And so Mother says, you can, through Christ and in Christ, you can say that you're sorry for the words that you said. Right, even now. But you can't live by hindsight. We have another call. Hello? Sister Angelica. Yeah, where are you from? Pennsylvania. Good. Uh, You're speaking on guilt this evening. Um, I'm living with an awful thing in my life right now. Why? I lost my husband this past Easter Sunday. I found him in the garage dead with a heart attack. Oh. And I said some awful bitter things to him the day before he died. And I never had a chance to ask for his forgiveness. And I don't know how to deal with it. I ask, read my Bible every day. Ask him now. What is his name? Uh, Robert. Wait, wait, will you repeat after me? Yes. Okay. Robert. Robert. My husband. My husband. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. For all the things I said to you. Of all the things I said to you? I didn't know you were ill. I didn't know you were ill. 
I didn't know you needed me. I didn't know you needed me? But I needed you. Pardon me? But I needed you. I needed you. And now? And you now? Have, you have seen God face to face. You have seen God face to face. Pray for me. Pray for me. As I pray for you. As I pray for you. And know. And know. I love you. I love you. Amen. Amen. But I didn't know he was ill, sister. Huh? I didn't know that he was ill. He had had two prior heart attacks. Well, hindsight is always twenty twenty vision. And you can't go by that. Since you said that prayer, you see your husband now has seen God. He is totally compassionate now. He pardons easily because he has seen the Lord and all he wants to do now is see the Lord. One thing you can do is offer masses for his soul, say your rosary for him every day, and get him closer and closer to Jesus. That'll be your compassion. See, don't just lie in your guilt. That's not good guilt. Do something now to alleviate his pain and his suffering. Now is the time you can show compassion. Do that. And one day, suddenly, you're going to feel a peace. And you'll know he's okay. He's with God. In the meantime, just pray for him and try to do other good things for your neighbor. God loves you. That's the best news of all. And wrapping up this week's program, we have prayer for a successful operation. I think of how many times Mother probably responded to people who were dealing with this exact kind of situation, right? And of course, no one is required to stay in an abusive situation. And apparently, it was in this situation that she was able to get a de- declaration of nullity in her marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, we know the sterilization for contraceptive purposes is never permitted, that intentional sterilization. A side effect, like for example, a woman later on may need to have a hysterectomy or something like that, that was, that's permissible, mm-hmm. but never for a contraceptive purpose. Right, exactly, and you had a situation where she kind of turned her life around mm-hmm. and, and is trying to do the right thing going forward, and though she doesn't have to get it reversed, she's mm-hmm. decided to get it reversed because of the life she's leading now, and uh, she's asking for, for, for prayers that that mm-hmm. be God's will. And childless couples, too, of course, can support life. I know my dad's brother and his wife were unable to have a children. They had three adopted children, and we never thought of them any differently. They were my first cousins, you know, so we grew up together, and that's the way they treated them, of course, too. They were their children of their hearts. Of course, they had to do all the tough jobs on the farm and early in the morning, <laughs> but other than that, we treated them exactly the same. Let's talk about prayer for a successful operation. We have another call. Hello? Hello, Mother Angelica. How are are you? Fine. Where are you from? Um, Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, great. What's your question? Um, I have a question and a comment. Um, I was raised in a very strict um, Italian Catholic home um, with a very, very controlling mother. 
and I was married, and I married into an Italian family with another controlling mother and then a controlling husband. And this lasted about 15 years, you know, very abusive, alcoholic marriage. And through that, um, I have asked God's forgiveness and gone to confession and got very involved in my church um, for an act that was done. Um, I had my two, I had a two obligation done about six years ago. And I have recently remarried a very wonderful Catholic husband who does not have any children. And we would like, if you could say a special prayer for us, that we may together be able to get the money together to go and have this reversed so that we may live in God's life and have more children. Is that your, is that your question? Well, yes, I'd like to, if we could say a special prayer for this. Yeah. Okay. Lord God, you know we all make mistakes, Lord. I ask you to return this woman's faith to her, as you seem to have done already. We ask, Lord, that you may have this operation be successful. And that if it is thy wondrous and holy will, she may have children again. We only ask, Lord, that your will be done. Let her find peace and joy only in that will. We ask this in the name and the power of Jesus and Mary. Amen. For more about Mother Angelica and to listen to her shows, go to EWTN.com. See you next time on Mother Angelica, answering the call only on EWTN Radio.